Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about UFO cleanup. That's correct, UFO cleanup. We're looking at just what's been going on with the three UFOs shot down over Alaska, Yukon, and Lake Huron. And we're not going to let this go, as they say. This article comes from DeaconHerald.com. title says, Inside the Hunt for UFOs at the End of the World. goes on and says, The U.S. military is capable of many things, but finding the remnants of an unidentified flying object scattered across a blinding expanse of Arctic ice and minus 30-degree weather using six available hours of daylight is not one of them. The search for a downed UFO began and ended near Will Camp Town at the frozen edge of the world where Navy pilots, P-8 Poseidons, finally gave up Friday, ending their mission with no answers. So that's pretty much the extent of that search. You know, you have to remember, this is an extreme cold climate at minus 30 degrees. Uh, when they say that you're at the end of the world, you really are at the end of the civilized world. And these expenses... These uh, searches, rather, come at great expense. It says, hours later and about 500 miles away, Canadian Air Forces searched, searching for the shreds of a second object in the Yukon Territory retreated empty-handed. The same thing happened on Lake Huron, where Coast Guard captains docked their boats without finding whatever it was that the F-22 pilots shot out of the sky with a $400,000 Sidewinder missile. The pilots actually shot two missiles, the first one missed. So remember, it, you have uh, three different objects involving four different Sidewinder missiles. That's, you know, over a million and a half dollars a piece. And we, and we talked about this. $400,000. Uh, my goodness. A, an average factory worker in the United States makes $39,000 a year. So this would pay that person's wages for 10 years. Imagine what you could do with $400,000. Imagine uh, the medically necessary operation that you could bring to a child or housing a homeless veteran just kind of gives you just an idea of the insane spending that we do on our military yet we can't identify these things it goes on and says the three objects were intercepted in quick succession on february 10th 11th and 12th just days after the united states shot down a giant chinese spy balloon on february 4th but as quickly as the national craziness over aerial phenomena began the military packed up and went home, leaving the answers encased in Arctic ice and under the whitecaps of Lake Huron. Look, the military is here to uh, kill the enemy and break things. You know, they're good at breaking things. Maybe not so good at doing detailed searches for tiny pieces of metal uh, left over from an explosion with a uh, Sidewinder missile. And Dead Horse, permanent population 25, life had already moved on Saturday morning. Oil workers left for their shifts while it was still dark, and they would be back in the evening for early dinners and early bedtimes. Nancy Bremer, a receptionist at the Aurora Hotel, home to the only restaurant in town, a buffet-style assembly line that serves ahi tuna steaks and cheeseburgers, said people were focused on work and not concerned with any looming threat of an object shot down over the ice. You know, I have to imagine that when you're working in those kind of conditions, 
sub-zero, minus 10, minus 20, minus 30 degree weather. You're in Alaska. It's dark, you know, 15, 20 hours a day. Probably, you're, and you're doing heavy, hard work. The last thing you're concerned about is a UFO, at least one that the uh, current administration tells you that they shot down. It says, if we find it, she asked, should I call you? The good people of Dead Horse notwithstanding, many of us still had a lot of questions. For a nation that has been riveted by this saga since the aerial assault on mysterious objects began, pop, 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 the end felt complete. Were aliens involved? No, says the White House. How would they know? Surveillance devices of mysterious providence? No, says the White House. Hobby balloons? We may never know, says the White House. In other words, they have no idea what these things were. But, of course, this is America. And it says, when was the last time we let anything go? That's correct. We're not going to let this go. Perhaps some answers are in Illinois, where according to two people familiar with the investigation, FBI agents have interviewed a team of hobby aviation enthusiasts who said their balloon had gone missing somewhere over the southwest coast of Alaska last Saturday, during its seventh trip around Earth. Once again, I find this extremely disturbing that people are just allowed to send these balloons up where they can hover at a 40,000 40, foot altitude right in the path of jet traffic. This really, I mean, I hope some politician picks up on this and writes a law. They, could, they legislate laws which control the flight paths of drones. Why aren't they doing the same thing with balloons? It goes on and says, No one from the government or the hobby club has confirmed that any kind of the objects shot down were the group's weather-chasing Pico balloon, but the club has taken it out its website after an onslaught of inquiries. Well, why would you need to take down your website for it? When people want to inquire, let them inquire. Just block the, block the inquiry box. Pretty simple. And secondly, uh, if the balloon hasn't shown up again, well, then just tell people. Just, just Where's the transparency at here? You know, it's the same, the same thing we always get, clouding the waters. The Biden administration is leaving it up to the public to piece together an answer. President Joe Biden, apparently seeking to ease a diplomatic rift with the Chinese, told the public Thursday that the three unidentified objects were probably not surveillance devices. I don't know, maybe he could take out, trip from his, take out time from his trip to Ukraine to sort this out. The intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research, Biden said. Really? The same intelligence communities that, that gave us Russia, Russia, Russia for four years? And told us lies for four years? That same, that same intel, the same intelligence community that told us it was a lone gunman that killed Kennedy? Really? The same intelligence community that told us that the lead hijacker from 9-11, even though that everything on that aircraft was disintegrated, atomatized, I believe they called it, nothing survived, but except for the passport somehow flew out of his front pocket and landed at the base of the remains of the World Trade Center. That same intelligence community? Because they've said a lot of things I don't believe. Biden said he also said that he had no regrets about shooting down the first one on Saturday. China's top diplomat Wang Chi called the American reaction absurd and hysterical. Sam <clears throat> Lyman, a pilot who commutes to Dead Horse from Albuquerque, New Mexico, said that the government's explanation for shooting down the flight objects, that they were traveling at an altitude that made them a potential threat to civilian aircraft, made sense to him. This is a guy that flies from Albuquerque, corrupted Dead Horse, Alaska. 
The objects floating over Alaska was traveling at about 40,000 feet when it was shot down. During 30 years of flying, Lyman, 47, said he had seen countless weather and party balloons, a graveyard of happy birthdays and get well soons in the sky, and said that a large weather balloon could conceivably get in the way of an aircraft, causing disastrous results, like collapsing over the front of an airplane. That's a thought. You know, it's a 200-foot-long balloon floating aimlessly through the sky. What happens when a 747 hits that thing? Or draws it through its jet engine? They really need to get control of these things. If, in fact, it really was a balloon, which the White House says it cannot confirm. Well, they're not confirming anything, and there's a good reason why. We're going to get onto it here. It says the only information we have here is what they put on the Internet, Lyman said. I'll leave it at that. So here are the facts, according to a senior U.S. military official who was not authorized to speak publicly. Here we go again. Why can't This is just more of the same nonsense. You have a U.S. official. Why are you making him speak anonymously to, to various news outlets? Put him on the record. Make a chain of custody for the data that you're giving us, for the information that you're giving us. But you see, they want to be able to change the narrative. They want to be able to lie about things. They want to be able to keep us in the dark. It's clear. It says NORAD, the Air Defense Organization, perhaps best known for its Christmas Eve Santa tracking website, and that's helpful, scans the skies each day looking for, a serious, looking for serious threats. All three objects, which were about the size of Volkswagen Beetles, were picked up after NORAD adjusted its symptoms in the wake of the spy balloon to pick up a wider range of objects at different speeds and altitudes. Oh yes, this is a business about them having to adjust their radar. My pilots who shot down the object over the Arctic said that it was metallic and broke into pieces. Whether those were soft or hard pieces is unknown. The pilot lost sight of the materials that fell through the clouds. Did you get that? Pilots who shot down the object over the Arctic said that it was metallic and broke into pieces. Doesn't sound like a balloon to me. Whatever those three objects were, they were much smaller than the Chinese spy balloon, which was gathered from a square mile debris field off the coast of South Carolina and contained thousands of pounds of material. Totally different object. Material, military officials said letting the Chinese spy balloon float across the country and out to sea gave them time to assess it for counterintelligence purposes. Yeah. But Alaska lawmakers who believe their last frontier state has become the first line of defense against a number of threats to national security, including floating ones, have criticized the Biden administration for not shooting down the Chinese balloon sooner. <clears throat> yeah, they could have shot down at, at a more southerly, uh, southerly latitude. Maybe it would, it would have been easier to find. At what point do we say a surveillance balloon, a spy balloon, come from China as a threat to our sovereignty? Senator Lisa Murkowski, Republican Alaska, said during a Senate Defense Appropriations Subcommittee hearing Friday, February 9th. It should be the minute, the minute it crosses the line, and that line is Alaska. Right. So you're going to assume that every one of these things is, an Alaska, is a Chinese uh, spy balloon. The next day, a sidewinder took out a UFO over Dead Horse. To find the object, Alaska National Soldiers have flown Chinooks and Blackhawks over frigid islands, landing and walking onto the ice to search places that looked promising, but the conditions were extreme. Iraq was a punishing environment, said Colonel Elizabeth Mathias, Public Affairs Director for NORAD and U.S. Northern Command, but it wasn't the Arctic. 
Locals agreed. It's like a hundred haystacks and finding one needle, Lyman said. In a masterful attempt at looking in a masterful attempt at looking on the bright side, John Kirby, <laughs> oh boy, a White House spokesman addressed the absurdity of the situation in which fighter pilots may well have used air to air missiles to shoot down a hobby balloon by telling reporters this was a better outcome than a more sinister alternative. If it turns out that they were in fact civilian or recreational use of weather balloons and therefore benign, which is what the intelligence community thinks, isn't that a better outcome than to have to think about the possibility of the greater threats to our national security? Kirby asked reporters Friday. Well, if these were hobby balloons, you've just wasted a million and a half dollars for nothing, Mr. Kirby. Kirby added that Biden had asked for a new set of rules for the government to assess floating objects so that we can deal with these in perhaps a different way in the future. Senator Dan Sullivan, Republican Alaska, said in an interview that he's not sure the UFOs were innocuous. There's no briefing that I've been in on or that I've received that supports what John Kirby is out there saying, Sullivan said. It should be the default position when you don't know what the answer is on the smaller subject is the inability assume, to, is to initially assume the worst until you have the right answer. Yeah, that could get us in a nuclear intergalactic war, though. Other experts say this episode is proof that there should be more formalized effort to identify what exactly is going on in the sky. Well, let's start with some legislation on controlling these balloon launches. Hobbyists can cheaply launch weather-tracking balloons. The National Weather Service sends more than 180 balloons into the sky every day. That is nuts. None of theirs is missing, according to a spokesman. China sends over spy balloons, including at least three, during the Trump administration that went unreported. Uh, that is a claim that has not been uh, supported right there. This person has just put this in here. They've said that that th this is some, this is weird. Now, this is something you run into in these, in these mainline news media. You'll run along. The article seems pretty good, and then they'll put some poison in the soup. It says China sends over spy balloons, including at least three during the Trump administration that went unreported. Yeah, that's that's a lie as far as we know. Uh, that was said by the Biden administration, and then all the generals pretty much came out and said, no, that's not true. Everything was reported to Trump. Yeah, okay, so the article goes on and says, uh, Robert Powell, a board member of the Scientific Coalition for UAP Studies, has been pushing for Congress to find formalized research of the craft. Um, shooting them down is definitely not researching them. In January, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence released a report that documented 366 recent unidentified sightings, many of which were drones, birds, or trash. The author forgets to tell you that they had like 170 of them they couldn't explain. People such as Powell are focused on getting answers about many sightings that do not have an explanation. He does not consider the three down objects to be in that category. In this case, he said the government had release just enough information without offering a fulsome explanation. You know, you have people like this, if a UFO bit them in their ear and they wouldn't know what it was. He even thought, even though he is a stickler for answers, he can see why. Now this is an oxymoronic statement. To claim that somebody is a stickler for answers and that person is perfectly fine with being told three different stories by three different government agencies. If it turns out that the second, third, and fourth object were a hobbyist balloon or some other or some university's research balloons, or what have you, Powell said, it would not look good that we shot those down with a half a million dollar missile. Well, I'll tell you what looks worse, Mr. Powell. 
thousands of balloons, weather balloons, party balloons, hobby balloons, floating around in our atmosphere between 20 and 40,000 feet, where they are a real clear and present danger to civilian air traffic. What looks worse is one of these 747s ingesting a 200-foot-long balloon sent up by a big corporation like Google or some global warming expert or somebody who wants to fill the cloud with fill the clouds with uh, aluminum shrapnel, like we've talked about, because they need they need to dim the weather. We have skies filled with balloons apparently that aren't being tracked. Now I think that the weather balloons are being tracked supposedly, but I don't think that we're tracking the balloons from China. Otherwise, we would have known where this thing came from, when it was launched, what it was doing here. We're certainly not tracking the balloons from all these little hobby organizations. This outfit from uh, Michigan, a, a, a bunch of these yahoos get together and decide to send a balloon up into the air and track it as it goes around the globe. And if that was their balloon suspended at 40,000 feet over Alaska, uh, they should be fearing criminal prosecution for negligence because what happens if that balloon's hit by a, an airliner or a cargo jet going through there? So this is not acceptable. This just shows you the level of incompetence that's permeated every aspect of our society. We are surrounded by dumb people. But yet when we see a UFO, we are told that we're the dumb ones. doesn't make any sense to me. Now, before I close out here, I want to look at another article. Now, I just want to finish up our episode with this, with this short article on balloons. We've been talking a lot about balloons. Balloons being released in the atmosphere. Balloons being used as a catch-all excuse for UFO sightings and whether or not it's okay for people just to randomly release balloons into the air where they might um, collide with a passenger airplane. They do other things too, by the way. And this article from firstcoursenews.com says, I didn't think it was real. Biologists shocked at video showing yacht crew popping balloons, letting them fall in the water. It says, balloons often become trash that kill other animals if they mistake the balloons or pieces of balloon for food. It's potentially deadly for marine life. It's written by Jessica Clark. This is from May 13, 2022, St. Augustine, Florida. A video is making a lot of Floridians and nature lovers upset. It shows people on a yacht popping balloons and letting them fall in the water in Biscayne Bay. Charges and fines against the boat crew are totaling $25,000. At first, I I didn't think it was real. Natural Science Associate Professor Ed McGinley was, was shocked. People in the video did not recognize or didn't care about the harm done to water and wild animals. Balloons that are also often released to celebrate someone's life eventually become trash that kill other animals if they mistake the balloons or pieces of balloons for food. The animals can't digest them or it will create a blockage in their intestines so they can't pass waste out so they'll essentially starve, McGinley said. A balloon floating in the water can look like a jellyfish, which is a yummy meal for a sea turtle. Hundreds of plastic pieces were found in baby sea turtle stomachs in southern St. Johns County in a matter of months, it is illegal in Florida to release more than 10 balloons in, a 24, in 24 hours, and various local governments in northeast of Florida have passed even tougher local laws against balloon releases. However, people still release the balloons. Yeah, it's fun. Some labeling on balloons indicate they are biodegradable and environmentally friendly. However, McGinley warns, don't be so sure. He says the issue is they can biodegrade, but it takes potentially years. McKinley said that it's, that it's what happens between the release and the biodegrading that becomes the issue. 
He means that animals may eat or get caught up in the balloons and ribbons. There are other ways to honor someone's life without polluting, such as planting a tree or a memorial garden. Well, there's also other ways to study the atmosphere, I think, or to have a hobby than to randomly release balloons into the air that aren't tracked, that nobody knows for sure where they're at, that eventually get shot down by a half a million dollar Stingray missile. It seems like it's it's time that the people releasing these balloons, whether they're hobbyists or whether they're corporations, have to be held to the same level of accountability that people popping balloons in Florida are. I think we should be at least as interested in what happens to a passenger jet airliner coming down from one of these things as we are about a sea turtle ingesting one. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.